0: This book sucks so hard, they should have titled it Hoover. Welcome to Not Safe for Words. I'm your host, Crystal L. Kirkham, multi-genre author, editor, and cover designer. I'm here to give you insight into the world of publishing and to help you avoid the mistakes that others have made. So stick around, you're in for one hell of a ride where I don't curb the curses. Okay, so there might be a few of you out there who are wondering why the fuck I'm talking about the art of leaving reviews in a podcast that is about being a better author and learning about what the fuck is going on in the publishing world and how to understand it and interact with it better. But writers are readers and understanding how to leave a review actually makes it a lot easier to learn how to take reviews from others because as an author you're not always going to get the best reviews. You can write the best fucking book in the whole goddamn universe and somebody's still gonna hate it. It's the reality of being an author. You're not writing a story that is for everyone, which means there are going to be people, no matter how hard you try, that are not going to like what you write. And that's okay. But that's why we're talking about the art of leaving reviews. Because if you know what a good review looks like, it helps you pick out what's going on in the reviews that maybe aren't as well written to understand and accept those critiques a little bit better. Although... I'm gonna be fucking honest sometimes people are just so far off base and they are reading a book that isn't meant for them and their criticisms are gonna be for other readers like them who are not gonna find your book to their taste and let's hope those people read that review and realize oh yeah maybe this isn't the book for me. So I'm not gonna read it, I'm not gonna hate it, I'm not gonna leave them a bad review, simply because I cannot separate what I like from the actual craft of the book. And that's actually where we're gonna start this conversation is the difference between your preferences in what you read and whether or not it's actually a good book. Now, it does bear to mention, as most of you probably know, writing reviews is ugh, it's really fucking hard. It's 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 not easy and it gets even harder if you actually know the author. But so many readers don't leave a review simply because they don't know what to say or how to say it. And maybe some of those people will stumble across this podcast and this will help them learn how to leave a better review or just actually leave a review because you have no idea how important they are to authors. And they may not be for the author. In fact, they're never actually for the author. They are for other readers, but people reviewing our books helps to get our books noticed and helps other readers pinpoint if the book is right for them. And that's why it's so important to leave reviews because you're not helping the author, although you are. You're helping the right readers find the right book. It's really a very huge kindness to share your love or your critiques of a book for other people so that they know what to expect when they go to read something new. And when it comes to what you're reading, yes, preferences matter. I have my preference of books. And unlike most people, I do actually read very widely. My books are sorted by genre and there's everything From historical fiction, literary fiction, science fiction, horror. Of course there's horror. I have romance. I have contemporary novels. I have mainstream novels. I, I, yeah. Basically name a genre. It's probably sitting somewhere on my goddamn bookshelf right now. Test me on it. Tag me on Twitter. Say, hey, do you have a book of this genre? And if I don't, heh. You know what? I'll be surprised because I do read widely, but despite that, I have preferences. For example, most standard romance books, I hate them. I really hate cliched, standard, allo-heteronormative romances where they just hop in fucking bed and I'm like, dude, you met two days ago. Why the hell are you fucking that bitch? That's my reaction, but I also land on the A spectrum. So it's not something that's ever going to really Appeal to me. I like darkness. I like angst. I like drama and that's what I look for but I have reviewed books of More traditional romance style because I have friends that write that and it's difficult for me to review because as I said, the first topic we're covering is separating craft from preference I don't like that kind of book. It is not the kind of book I would pick up and that is actually something that I go out of my way to mention in my review. I say that this is this kind of story. It is not the type of story I prefer to read and so I can't speak to aspects x y and z Because they are not things I enjoy in a novel. So I will be reviewing this book based on the craft and the story flow and the characterizations and the things that I can review. Because I could just say three stars, typical romance novel, historical aspects, really cool, well researched. You know, if you like this shit, go read it. That's, um, well, it's a useful review, but it's not really a good review. And that's what I mean about separating the craft from your preference. I may not prefer it, but I can review the aspects of the story that I understand and that work for me and that will help me tell other readers whether or not it's actually a well-written book, whether or not the characters have good arcs or are alluring because I can separate the character itself from the plot. Does this character have a good um, character arc? Are, do they have redeemable things? Can I relate to them? You know, is their story at least fascinating in some aspect other than the parts I don't like? And if the answer is yes, then why would I give them a three star? Because obviously it's a well-written book. It's a good book. It's just not a book I fucking prefer to read if given a choice. And That's probably one of the biggest things to remember when it comes to the art of leaving a review is separating that preference from the actual craft of the book. And what that also allows me to do is say, hey, if you enjoy this or this or this, this is a book you're gonna like. But if you don't like this, like me, you're probably not gonna like this book nearly as much. And when it comes down to it, that's probably the most important thing you can ever do when you read a book or a friend of yours asks you to read a book outside of a genre you prefer and you don't know what to say. Now, I am honest. I haven't given my friends all five-star reviews because while some books are good, sometimes I do have some critiques of things that really for me as a developmental editor, and as a writer myself, that they're they're not going to work. And it, they're things I think other people might notice in the story. So I'm going to leave those critiques. I'm going to say, you know, these are things that didn't quite work for me, or there are aspects of the story that didn't work for me in the plot line. I felt like it slowed down a little bit. I felt like the pace was too quick. I wanted to know more about X, Y, and Z. However, this is a series, so maybe it'll be covered in another story. And Those are very important things to think about. And once again, that's just separating my emotional reaction and what I want from what I'm hoping will help other readers out there. It doesn't do any good to tell somebody a book sucks and they should never have written it. And definitely you should never drag an author's name through the mud because you're not reviewing the fucking author. You're reviewing this one book. And you could say, hey, the author covered these topics in ways that I think are going to be a problem for some people. That's a very valid critique. But when you're leaving critiques, you also need to think about what a genre requires. If you're reading an adventure fantasy, a really bad critique would say the scenery changed too much. It's an adventure. The scenery is going to change. They're journeying through a world. The scenery will change significantly throughout the story. It doesn't happen in one spot. So you do have to keep your critiques valid for that genre and that kind of book. Um, One quick thing I'm going to mention, and this mostly is for my American listeners, and I know there's a lot of you if you're unfamiliar with the spelling of a word believe it or not the majority of the world spells things differently than you do most of english-speaking countries use a lot more in the way of british writing and british pronunciations and word choices which can vary significantly from american writing and If you're not widely read outside of American literature, it may look a little wrong or read a little strangely to you. Do double check. And if the author is not an American, do not say that their work is riddled with spelling mistakes. Because it's not. It's just not American spelling there is a difference between a spelling mistake and using a English format that you might not be familiar with and I really hate to pick on you guys but as a Canadian author this is actually something I've seen a lot when I use my own native spelling what I grew up and learned and it is correct it just isn't American so that is something to keep in mind you know, if you think things are spelled strangely and it's not obvious spelling mistakes. Um, great example, little tiny things, British spelling. We have a lot more U's. You probably know that. And there's a lot of words where are, that end in E-R in the U.S. and in R-E in other countries. And it, it's those little things. So they look like they're wrong, probably to readers who aren't familiar with British spelling, but just another of those little things that you have to keep in mind when reviewing a book. You can certainly say there are spelling and grammatical mistakes when there are, well, spelling and grammatical mistakes, but keep in mind, is this book written by somebody who uses the same format of English as I do, or do they use something else? is this a book that was published in Canada or the UK or Australia or anywhere else where they speak English and use different spellings and words than you do? And that's just one of those little things. And it's kind of a small pet peeve of mine, because as I said, I've seen it happen a lot. And it's Always strange to me because most of the Americans that I'm friends with and that I know are familiar that other countries use different spellings for very common words. But it seems not everyone knows that. And that's just something to keep in mind. Um, Let's talk about the sandwich method as well. I think if you are familiar with the art of reviewing, you've probably heard of the sandwich method. And there are people who hate it and there are people like me who love the sandwich method because I've worked in so many different fields and some of them are artistic some of them require me to give feedback some don't but I hate just saying these are the things that are wrong these are the things that work this is that I like the sandwich method because yes it does soften the blow but it also forces me to think more about the critiques I'm leaving and whether or not there are redeeming qualities about the book and to be perfectly fucking honest I'm sure there are books out there with very little in the way of redeeming qualities but there's usually at least something and I like to try and find that something thankfully all my friends whose books I generally review are absolutely incredible authors and I never have to worry about that too much But I do try and find something like, hey, this is an interesting concept. You know, the back cover really drew me in. But you can also say that, you know, the promise of this novel didn't pan out. I was left really wanting a lot more out of this book. And it really didn't help that there were grammatical and spelling mistakes. There were several very large plot holes for me that just were not dealt with or resolved in any way. So I would not recommend this book to most readers. One star, two stars. You know, that's fine. You can do that. It's a review. You don't have to consider an author's feelings. But even though the review is for the reader, many authors do read them. And you do need to be honest, even if you think it might hurt the author's feelings. But honest is not the same as cruel. You shouldn't tell somebody in a review that this author should never write another book again. They have spent possibly years of their life working on what took you maybe a week to read. That was so much time and love and care that they put into a novel and well, I don't believe once we put it out there that we have any right to be mad at a reviewer for having a an opinion about our work it's also not fair for the reviewer to be cruel about it to make hurtful statements or shit on the author simply because they didn't like the book you're allowed to not like something you're not well i can't say you're not allowed to be cruel about it but you really fucking shouldn't be an asshole it's a review Focus on the work, not on who wrote it, not on anything else besides what you liked about this work, what you didn't like about this work, and who you think might enjoy it, if anyone might enjoy it. That's it. That is the biggest, most important part of leaving a review. It doesn't have to be paragraphs long. It doesn't have to be more than a few sentences. You can say, hey, I enjoyed many aspects of this book. I felt like the author could have developed the story a bit more. Or the characters fell a bit flat. I didn't connect with them. You know, but if you like X, Y, or Z, you might like this book. Or I honestly would never recommend this book. And that's fine. That's an opinion. And it's phrased as a fucking opinion. I mean, I could go, hmm. I could really go on and on about reviews and how to say things about a book that you don't like in a way that aren't cruel or hurtful or meant to really dig into the poor author's soul and make them want to cry because whether or not it's for them because it's not I know I've said it like five times already but it's really fucking not an author's need to remember that shit reviews aren't for you they're not for you uh-uh never they're never fucking for you they're for the readers um <laughs> but no matter what you think you're leaving that review for other readers so give them something they can work with because me as a reader when I'm reading reviews if I read ones that are like "eh, it sucked I'm just like, well, what the fuck sucked about it? Like, you didn't like it, but what the fuck did you not like? Like, maybe I might like it. Maybe this might be something for me. I have a friend who fucking hates puns so hard. And if I gave her one of my favorite science fiction books, she'd probably give it one star because she would think it wasn't funny. And it was trying too hard to be funny and it was full of horrible puns and those are all the reasons i love it i love the humor i love the puns i like that the stories sometimes make no sense because they're supposed to make no sense that's what it's all about but just because she doesn't like it and she would think it sucks doesn't mean someone else won't absolutely Love it. And that's why you need to be a little bit more specific about your reviews. As said, it doesn't have to be a novel. Nobody's asking you to write more than a few sentences about, I like this, I didn't like this, it didn't work for me. This is why I'm giving it this star rating. Um, yeah, as I already said, guys, I could go on and on about reviews because I honestly love reviewing work and I really wish I had more time to review books. But I don't. And this episode is already getting really fucking long. So I'm going to have one last word. All about star reviews. Um, sorry. Star ratings. Uh, because those are a really confusing thing. Star ratings are whatever the fuck you make them. Author, there's nothing wrong with three or four star reviews. Those are just fucking fine. Not everybody's going to give you five stars. Because everybody puts different ratings on those stars and different values for me a one star means this is just a book that I would never recommend to anybody it had problematic themes it had horrible writing it was almost unreadable and I probably should never have finished it which you know if it's a book that bad I probably didn't finish it and I would DNF and I would one star and say this is why I didn't finish this book. I could not review it any further than that. I would just say, this is a one star. I could not finish this book because of this reasons. However, maybe somebody who likes X, Y, or Z might enjoy it. But star ratings are whatever you want them to be. Some people start everybody out as a three star. That is their neutral setting. For some, they start them off as one star and the more things they liked about the book the better it gets the higher the star rating some people almost never give five-star reviews because to them that is a book that they will reread over and over and over again so don't put a lot of weight in those and don't put a lot of stress into those if you're leaving them figure out a method a formula that works for you and that's your star rating And a story. And holy fuck this is a long episode guys. I'm so sorry. Thank you for sticking with me. I'm sure I've repeated myself about 50 million times. On a couple of things. And I apologize hugely. But I just want to help you all. Write better reviews. And as an author. I want other authors to understand. What makes a review good. So that they can pick out the important things. And understand that. You know what? Honestly, these are fucking opinions and that these people might not have been the right readers for your books. But I want to close that gap between the reader and the author so that feelings are a little less hurt when it comes to the reading and writing of reviews. So good luck. Happy reading. Happy writing. And uh, have a good whatever time of day it is where you are. This has been another episode of Not Safe for Words. I hope you found some useful advice here today. If so, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can join me next time for more publishing and writing insights. Thanks for listening.